As a man who favoured dirty saloons and dank, dark pirate ships, Jack Sparrow was more than a little out of place as he was marched through the elegant hallways of St. James's Palace. And, though he was in the custody of two guards, and under the very real threat of winding up at the gallows, he couldn't help but salivate at the fact of so much royal treasure just waiting to be plundered nearby. As was their tradition, the royal guards did not say a word as they went about their duties, making it impossible for Jack's fast talking to get him out of trouble. They led him into a dining-room with ornate furnishings, including impossibly long drapes and a massive chandelier. They shoved him into a hard wooden chair and chained him to its arms. He knew it was useless to protest, so he tried a smile, which, of course, got absolutely no reaction from the guards. Once he was fully secured, they left the room and locked the door. When he looked at what lay before him, Jack began to salivate again. Because, in addition to all the priceless art and antique furniture, the room had a long dining table that held a sumptuous array of mouth-watering food. The smell alone was intoxicating. His only meal that day had come from his whiskey flask, and Jack's stomach started growling. He strained to break free from the chair. The table was just beyond his reach, so he tried to move his chair closer to it. After a few bounces, he was almost there. He stretched out his fingers, craned his neck, and practically wished the food into his gaping mouth, but he was still too far away. If he could not move closer to the food, he decided to see if he could move the food closer to him. He leaned back in the chair and kicked the bottom of the table. A cream puff bounced off its plate and rolled toward him. Jack's eyes widened. This could work. He kicked the table again, and the cream puff rolled even closer. The plan was working. Jack could practically taste the pastry. After another kick, it was hanging over the edge of the table. Now it would only take one more nudge. Jack carefully placed the toe of his boot under the edge of the table, but just when he went to flick it, the door flew open and a column of royal guards marched in. Startled, Jack fell back and accidentally kicked too hard. The cream puff flew high into the air and landed right in the middle of the chandelier. Jack sat there with a slightly broken heart and a very empty stomach. With the guards in the room, there was no way he could try again. The guards were followed by a host of servants and various advisers to the king. The final person to enter was none other than King George himself. The king plopped his considerable girth into a chair at the opposite end of the table and instantly began devouring the feast that Jack so desperately craved. Jack couldn't help but notice that the dashing military hero portrayed in the mural on the wall bore little resemblance to the fat man stuffing his face at the end of the table. As with pirates, sometimes reputation and reality were two different things. "'I've heard of you,' the king said as he munched on a thick piece of meat. Jack couldn't help but feel pride at the fact the king had heard of him. "'And you know who I am,' George continued. "'The face seems familiar,' Jack answered slyly. "'The king's...